Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 6.30, Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio. 6.30, Chad. Brendan Escott, Cam Moon, Tony Braro with you here for hour number two of Oilers Now, brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer, the ideal place to start your daily vacation. Again, Tony's our headliner today for Wilhock Beef Jerky. It is the best you've ever tasted. Search for W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. You want to weigh in? You can certainly do so on the hotline, the text line as well. River Cree Resort Casino hotline is 780-496-0063. I'll remind you again, the Enoch Cree Nation hosting an exclusive free dinner and comedy event for everybody displaced by the fires in the Northwest Territories. Doors opening tonight at the venue at the River Cree. 5 o'clock dinner at 6 and then your show, comedians and some live music as well, starts at 7 o'clock. It is 18 plus and limited seats are available. You'll need your evacuee wristband or your Northwest Territories driver's license to get in. But if you've been displaced, you are invited tonight to come together with some humor, some love and some laughter as well. Brought to you by Enoch Cree Nation and the River Cree Resort and Casino. We don't need to go to the hotline right now because we are uh, we're joined in studio by Tony Brar and Tony, a big part of not only the in-house stuff, uh, obviously the stuff that we are used to seeing, uh, but this year you take on a whole new media beast, and that was the Oilers Plus platform where viewers are taken, as I mentioned earlier, sort of behind the scenes of things, everything from the Miked Up series to the sit-down with stuff where you get these long-form one-on-one interviews or one-on-two interviews, that sort of thing. Uh, what's it been like? I mean, not many teams have the fanfare where they can sustain this type of a thing. It's got to be a lot of fun. I think first and foremost, what it says is how passionate this fan base is of this hockey team. I mean, when I say on air, Cam, you know, you and I worked a lot together for the pre and post game shows that nobody brings it like oil country. I mean it. And I think Oilers Plus is a big 
indicator of that because there's been a lot of positive reviews on the work that we've been doing. Of course, the, all the behind-the-scenes stuff, credit to our entire team. Too many people at the list right now, mm-hmm. but they do such an incredible job with the drop, the mic'd up. Of course, the pre- and post-game shows are a lot of fun to work with, and, and it kind of pushed us out of our comfort zone a little bit as individuals, and I think that's kind of the commonality between myself and all my my friends who are also my coworkers, uh, that we said, wow, that took a lot for us to kind of hit the ground running with it. And we're very proud of the product that we have. Uh, and it's only going to get better. I mean, the first year of, of course, I would say the first couple of months is really a steep learning curve for all of us involved. Mm-hmm. But once we started getting into the routine of it, we never got complacent. We wanted to keep expanding our horizons. And I think uh, season two of Oilers Plus, you don't want to miss it. It had to be like drinking out of a fire hose to start, though, just because it was new. I mean, here we go. It, it's Oilers Plus. We've got a, a pre, we've got a post, we've got all these other elements that you didn't have before. Yeah. So now it's it's brand new, which is great because you have the, the clean slate and you can put in elements that you want or, or you know, whatever. You can tailor make it however you would like. But how was it uh, when it first got going? And all of a sudden, here's what we're doing, and it's quite a bit, yep. and go. Uh, it was a little overwhelming, yeah. if I'm if I'm being honest. And I think I think one of the things that we also kind of had to leap over was the hurdle of the players also being on board. This is brand new for everyone involved. For the cameras to be basically in every circumstance of their daily life at the rink, whether it's the video room, the meal room, the workout room, uh, the dressing room itself, on the bench. like The players also had to buy in as well. I think after a couple of months when they were comfortable with it, we were comfortable with it, that's where we kind of hit that flow state. And it wasn't necessarily a horizontal flow state. It was still vertical because we were still going up and there's still so much to build on. But yes, at the start, very overwhelming, just like any task is. And I think that's a great lesson in life. You can't be too scared to start something because you're going to, quote unquote, suck at it. (laughs) I'm not saying where this plus suck, but this is just a general life thing now. You got to give yourself the opportunity and the leeway to make mistakes at the beginning so you can whether it's a new hobby, a new side hustle, a new career, give yourself the opportunity to thrive in that environment. Well, it's not going to go right day one, right? It's not going to go right day one. So you learn things along the way. You learn a lot about yourself. I think that's also very important. And you also have to push yourself to your limit on some days. And I felt like I had to do that a lot as well, such as my, uh, as, my as did my, uh, my friends and my coworkers. And, uh, like I said, I can't wait for season two because season one was so great, but season two, oh boy, this is going to be a good one. Well, and you're just, as you're saying, stacking lessons on lessons on lessons and finding out what hits and what the people want to hear and uh, you know what you can better allocate your energy towards and that sort of thing. But the better content is going to come, the more comfortable the players are with the cameras in their face, with the microphone strapped to their equipment to practice or, or wherever it may be. You know, and, and hockey's an interesting sport because I think so many of the personalities have been coached down or tamed in a lot of ways. 
is, and, and, and it's always the team is bigger than the person. So in other sports, when you get something like hard knocks, for example, those NFL fans will know. I mean, that's a really intimate, candid look at a lot of things, and that uh, I, I think that there's so much room for hockey to grow, and as you're saying, you don't get that opportunity to even begin showcasing these guys unless you have a platform to do so. So having this and, and being able to not only have an awesome team on the ice, but take everybody a step further along as they strive for this Stanley Cup appearance we're all talking about seeing very soon. It's an awesome way for everybody to continue emotionally connecting with a team that I'm sure they're already emotionally connected to. Yeah, for sure. And everything takes time. Like you look at Hard Knocks. I mean, they're it's so good. It's so but it took them time to get there. The first couple of years, if you go back to when they first when did they start? Do you do you recall? No, I'd have to look it up. It's been uh, a while. It's, yeah, been, it's a while. been a while now, yeah. But I guarantee the first couple of years, you know, they were just trying to figure things out and now it is just beautiful production. Like it's unbelievable. But everyone has not only the experience, but also just a sense of comfort of doing what they're doing. 22 seasons. 22, 22 se- seasons. Oh, I didn't think it was that long. Okay, neither did I. Yeah. So, wow. You know, you get, uh, you get good over 22 years, I would like to think. And uh, they've certainly, I mean, that's... I, as far as the dollars and cents and moving and that sort of thing, as North American sports go, the NFL is the standard, right? So when you see something like that, it's great to see Edmonton stepping outside of itself. And I couldn't tell you another hockey team that's got their own platform like this. So while it might seem like a daunting task to try and keep feeding that machine with content, uh, this fan base is wanting that content. And I think that there is there's a way to make those two things meet. Yeah, and of course, we have a couple of our, our primary anchors in the drop and mic'd up series which are always a hit and very much like Hard Knocks gets you right into the game but one thing that never gets talked about enough and I say this to my own friends and co-workers at work all the time is the Oilers in 20. You get to watch an entire Oilers game in 20 minutes and for me whenever I like to have a coffee the next morning after a game, I like to just re-watch it all. If you're a fan who has to work night shifts or has to miss a game for a function or whatever, the Oilers in 20, it, it's just a 20-minute... It's like that Blue Jays in 30 on yeah. sports. Like it's, it's so great. It's so great. Gets you everything that you need. You're ready to go, and you can go kind of do the water cooler talk with all your friends at work uh, if you watch Warriors 20 the next morning. Yeah, it's more than just the highlights, but... It's everything. Yeah, you're not... I love it. You don't have to sit down for two and a half hours either. Yeah, and yeah. then during the playoffs, we also kind of rolled out playoff pass. It was so cool. Every single game from morning till night, you follow the players on each game day, and then we'd have it whipped up and ready to go for the before the next game. And, oh, it's just... You, you got to sign up. I, I know I'm biased. I know I sound like a corporate guy, but if I was purely an Oilers fan and I didn't work, I would have signed up, and I keep re-watching the drop. That's how much I truly enjoy it. So... Uh, I can't wait for season two. We're going to be building a lot. Yeah, and certainly by no means did I mean to bring Tony in here and make this a giant infomercial for Oilers Plus. I just, I was watching Hard Knocks last night, and I'm, yeah. I'm really loving this sports documentary content that Cam and I yeah. were even talking about earlier in the week. You know, if you, I'll, I'll pose the question for you before we sneak off to break here. Um, if there was a story on the Oilers that you would want to tell in documentary form, I'll give you the camera. What's it going to be? That's a good question. Right? 
So oh. we opened it up, of course, just to sports, generally speaking, but you're the Oilers guy, and you get a different angle of things. So what's, Matt, what's the story you'd like to tell? So I got the Oilers roster in front of me on my laptop, and I look at every guy, and I have, wow, that guy would be great. That guy would be great. Oh, he would be awesome. You know what? I'm going to uh, I'm going to cop out here. I'm going to tell you the answer after the break. I need time to think about this because that is such a good question. <laughs> the tease. That is All such right. a we'll good question. When we come back here, Brendan Escott, Cam Moon, Tony Brar, keeping you company on a Friday afternoon on Oilers Now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Ryan Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6:30 Ched. One's for Ogo Pogo Jensen on the text line. He likes Gangstar, and I know Derek does too. So, and I'll tell you what, I like the music here when Derek's controlling it. We asked Tony. We we asked Tony before we went to the break. Tony Brar of Oilers TV, what? story he would tell of Oilers hockey if given a chance to shoot a documentary. You're still shaking your head? You don't know yet? <laughs> oh, it's such a good question, and there's so many good personalities on this team, but you know what? I'm going off the cuff. This is off the cuff. Are you ready? Connor Brown, and I'll tell you why. Because what a beautiful documentary that would be in terms of encapsulating what the Oilers culture is and also he's able to provide a little bit of contrast and kind of compare it to his time, his short time in Washington, Ottawa, back in Erie, what Connor McDavid is like. Of course, he'd be hanging around with Connor a lot, so you'd be getting a lot of Connor McDavid in that documentary as well. But also, maybe much like Connor McDavid's, you know, coming back from his major knee injury, kind of take us through that process as well. But the, to me, the biggest thing is, as a fan, you would be introduced to the Oilers culture like a new player would be. Mm. You get to follow like what where the stick room yeah. is and how like how the processes work on a daily basis. Connor Brown since day one. Since like day that. one, sure. yeah, you betcha. <laughs> and like I, I personally think he's going to have an outstanding year in Edmonton. That's just mm-hmm. my personal belief. Uh, and watching that progression. Uh, hopefully into a lengthy playoff run would be a very, very neat thing to to witness. Here's one that comes to my mind. Now that I've seen the uh, the trainers are hilarious, man. Brad Harrison, <laughs> Jeff Lang, these guys are awesome. absolutely They're amazing. hilarious behind the, the scenes. Best. We, we know that, that uh, trainers and equipment managers and that sort of stuff, like those are the true fibers of an operation. You know, there's the, there's this whole process on the ice and then if you really pay attention, they're catching gloves and, and run sprinting back to the 
dryer and they're getting a stick and somebody needs a new skate blade and all this stuff. Somebody's got to document that, man. I think that would be an awesome story. The story of even a game day for a trainer. And then you're heading out on the road and they got to pack all the equipment up and get the laundry done. Whatever they're responsible for. Wouldn't that be a story to tell? If I'm not mistaken, that is in the works. Oh, good. For good, good, good. So, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, that is in the works. Huh. I would love to see a documentary, and if you had all the old footage, of Derek Ryan from Spokane Chief yep. to U of A Golden oh. Bears to Europe to finding his way into the NHL and doing as well as he has and staying as long as he has. That is an amazing story of just sticking with it and finding a way because he didn't go the the path less traveled, that's for sure. And I think that would be an amazing documentary. Just if, if you had the old footage uh, of him with the, the ups and the downs, you know, there'd been there'd have been times in that journey where I'm sure it didn't feel like it was ever gonna happen for him. And then to ha- if you had all the footage of like his first NHL game and his first NHL goal and reaction from him after, I think that'd be a great story. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it, it's, it's limitless, realistically. If you've got enough minds in the think tank, you could tell stories until we're blue in the face. And I know that that's the intention of Oilers Plus. Somebody already pointing out here, oh man, this is such a sad way for the show to end with an Oilers Plus infomercial. We're just talking about <laughs> content creation as we have about... Uh, uh, three other days this week and we've got a content creator in here uh, what, what goes into a game day for you what, what goes into picking the outfit and styling it up and and combing the beard out you've always got such perfect hair and everything like just sort of take me through the game day routine the the Oilers are hosting Calgary seven o'clock game it's a Saturday in Edmonton what goes on my game day starts on Friday afternoon that's the way I kind of look at it. So all the research I got to do, I know Cam Moon does his research plenty as well. Uh, you have to prepare to succeed. That's that's a quote that my uncle used to tell me all the time. You have to prepare to succeed. So preparation begins right after practice on Friday morning or afternoon, depending on if the Oilers played the night before. The outfit is picked as soon as I get home, so I don't have to worry <laughs> about it, and I can actually enjoy my evening. Otherwise, I'll be hovering all over my mind. And then uh, go time. So you wake up in the morning, you know, get a fresh shave and and make sure the hair is looking pretty decent. By the way, I know I get uh, picked on a lot on the road for uh, my hair and how long it must take me to do. I don't spend more than three minutes on it, so... Well, do you believe me? Fooled. Yeah, it's perfect, perfect right out of the gate. <laughs> Some people. That makes it worse. Blessed with volume and texture and the rest of it. You're a lucky man. I, I am very lucky. Thank you, Mom and Dad. But um, you know what? Uh, the, the game day starts in the morning for us, especially with Oilers Plus as well and the and the live pregame show and the live morning skate show and then the postgame show. I'm at the rink all day on a game day. Uh, so pretty much... I like to get in about 45 minutes before, so 9.45 and then, or sorry, 9.30, 10.15 skate uh, or 11.30 skate if they're on the road. So a little bit, I'd probably take in a little bit of the other team's skate in the morning as well, then take in their avails. So pretty much there all day. Um, bring a change of clothes, uh, throw on some sweats uh, in the afternoon while I'm editing and kind of getting the shows prepped and then... To me, it all leads up to a certain moment. I know this may sound a little weird, but it all leads up to the drive home. And my goal is to have that drive home feel so fulfilled uh, that I brought my best foot to the table from morning until night. 
until late night some nights, and that drive home just feels good. I put in an honest day's work, and I'm very proud of myself. That's ultimately what I lead up to every single day. I'm looking forward to that drive home. Are you able to separate the results on the ice from the results of your broadcast? Oh, that's a good question. Well, waiting certainly helps. Uh, I think the players are a little bit more talkative and you're able to enjoy your job a little bit more just naturally uh, because they do take it so seriously. Uh, but to me, I just have a job to do. And my job is to relay the information and any, if I'm interviewing players, get the best out of them. My job stays the same no, no matter the results. So um, I kind of pride myself in, in doing hopefully a half-decent job each and every game night. Uh, is there a moment that stood out for you? You've been at it a long time now, and you've had so many cool experiences. What's What has stood out most for you so far in your time with the team? You know what? One of the coolest things I've ever experienced, because it was my first couple of weeks on the job, and the Oilers were in Tampa, and I was watching the game in, in in Tampa as the Oilers, I believe they unfortunately lost that game. But Alex Chason was deemed unfit to play right before the game. So it was a game time decision, couldn't play. But Chason walks up over me. It's their first time actually having like a, a sit down conversation, no cameras, no mics with an NHL player. I was 20 six years old at the time, um, still kind of getting used to the the rhythm of the National Hockey League mm-hmm. and, and getting my, my feet wet. And he just kind of sat beside me and we talked for two hours of the game. And he talked about my life. Uh, he asked about my parents, where they're from, my upbringing, where I went to school. And I just thought that was one of the coolest things uh, I, experienced, I ever experienced at the time. And that's one of the first things that always pop up is Alex Chason being so gracious enough to give me his time while he's watching the game. Then we're also talking about the game as well. Talked about his Stanley Cup run because he was fresh off winning a Stanley Cup with the Washington Capitals. Mm -hmm. He told me a lot of cool stories there. That will always stand out to me. That's is that plays right into what John Shannon was saying about the reason that Alex Chason continually gets work, even if it's these professional tryout offers of which he's on one again in Boston this year. But he is such a high character person that you're going to keep finding work. He is the type of guy who helps keep a dressing room where you're, where a coach wants it to be, right? So it's funny you say that specifically. And we didn't pre-plan any of that, but we were, Cam, talking yeah. about him earlier this week. That is exactly it. And- and that it's that doesn't surprise me at all that uh, that he was that you know engaging because that's just the type of person he is. Love to see it. Awesome stuff. We're going to hear from another member of the Oilers organization, a current one though. Evan Bouchard is going to jump aboard the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline when we come back. Randy Kilburn has the global news headlines next, and then more with Brendan Cam and Tony on Oilers now.